Today, I am joined by the Macrina sisters. Hey, Macrino. Two airtight sisters who shared experiences like most sisters. Then, they were there for each other as they each went through their own breast cancer journey, both resulting in double mastectomies. They approach it with a great attitude and a sense of humor and levity. They talk about what it's like to go through it, and then what it's like to watch their sister go through it. How wonderful it was to have such a good support system, and how painful it was to watch someone you love and are that close to go through it. One grew up a star BMX rider, one of the very few girls in the mostly boy sports in the 80s. One wants to be the jump rope queen, and once even went to a jump rope meetup. Hmm. One reads smut, one makes comfort pillows, and they both love mashed potatoes. Their attitude is instrumental in getting through all this. So sit down, strap in, turn on and turn up this supportive sibling episode of Tony on the Mic. Our story begins as these stories often do. Cancer was a remarkable blessing for you because you got a free boob reduction out of it. Absolutely. And they're going to be perkier and better looking than they ever were. A story about a man named Jed. Allow your support yeah. system to help you. Right Don't there. push them away. Allow them to give and give yeah. all that they can for you because you're going to need it. Yeah. That they was want my... to help. They want to be yes. there. They love you. And yeah. I'm certain that, that you've picked them up at yep. times in their yep. life. Mm-hmm. And they, it, I always say it's a, it's a gift to allow someone to help you. Things they give us well. once a year dental x-rays. Why would they not check our breasts? Because dentists don't know much about breasts. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony on the mic does not endorse I do or not support anymore. marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> no. Although it's I didn't now. inhale. It's, it's diff- you didn't inhale. <laughs> And I wouldn't have gone in and made no, the appointment right then and there. Right, exactly. Yeah. This is right. why I push so hard for people to get their mammograms. Get Just your do mammograms. Get your do it. Mammograms. Get them done. Yeah. I have to say, that's the most amazing story I ever heard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you listen to this fine podcast product. My name is Tony Lawrence, and I'm Tony on the mic. Today, I am joined by the Macrina sisters. Hey, Macrina. <laughs> am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. you are. Okay, and uh, they're gonna say like Macarena. Yep. Neither neither are Macrinas anymore. No. No. But uh, they were once notorious back in the day as the Macrina <laughs> sisters, and we're gonna find out why. We're gonna get to know them, hear their stories, and talk about their journey through breast cancer and their sisters. And they both went through the journey and are going through the journey. And I think it's important that we talk about this stuff. I think it's important that people feel comfortable talking about it, talking about prevention, treatment, choices, options, tell about what you're going through. If you get a chance, go back and listen to to one one with Karen Kyrus, the head coach of the basketball, about her journey. Through, and it's, it's not a cancer podcast, but this will be the third out of 70 or so that are just stories that are interesting. I think sisters and your grandmother... And we'll get to that as we move on. At any rate, uh, Stephanie, why don't you say hi to the folks? Hello, everyone. And Teresa. Hey, how you doing? Not too bad. Teresa, you were born in Conshohocken. Conshohocken, Pennsylvania. Conshohocken. I did that phonetically because I wasn't sure how to spell it. <laughs> it sounds pretty Conshohocken. good. Conshohocken. Yeah. Not bad. And you were born in Norristown. Correct. Norristown, Pennsylvania, PA. Uh, 
bet you guys are pretty glad you ended up out here. Absolutely. <laughs> Just told my dad that last week. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for moving. Yeah. It's one of the, the best things ever he did. Yes. Yes. Uh, I got moved here with work and I'm never leaving. It's just home. And luckily I bought a house 20 years ago because otherwise yeah. I couldn't buy my house now. Unless my podcast takes off. Who knows? And let's see. Teresa, you went to El Cajon Valley. Or you graduated from El Cajon that, Valley. Yeah, just my senior year. Just your senior mm-hmm. year. And um, what did you do in high school? Any activities, sports, clubs? No, I was the shy one. I was nothing? an introvert. Really didn't do much. Spanish yeah. club? Nothing? No, no, zero clubs. You wow. know what? The scroll, I was scared of failure, so I wouldn't even attempt. I was super boring. Wow. Yeah. It's going to be a great podcast. Stephanie, I know. Did you do it? <laughs> um. So I didn't do things in high school for the high school, but uh-huh. I did it during high school, which like was what? I rode BMX. With my brother Last and my dad. Okay, BMX. Mm-hmm. Back in 90s? Mm-mm, 80s. 80s. Okay, I was... Just want to make sure. Right, right. Late 80s. If I guess 90s and I'm wrong, I'm okay. If yeah. I guess 80s and I'm wrong, I'm in yeah. podcast over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so you so. were young when you started. I was. Be- well, well before high school. Well, because BMX is coming up now. Mm-hmm. I mean, people are starting, it's starting to become more of a mainstream mm-hmm. activity sport. Yeah. And, then it, and back then, there wasn't a lot. And a female doing it is crazy talk. Yeah, back then it was girls racing the boys because there weren't very many girls motos that you could race what would you, in. What would you say the ratio of, of girls to guys was? In, and sometimes that, I was the only girl. Wow, and sometimes is that, is there that were, why you chose BMX? Uh-oh. No, I no, actually, I just wanted first, to, and then you wanted to do it. Yeah, what I wanted doing. to do what they were doing. Your is that a brother? Is yeah, Joey? my younger yeah. brother. Okay. Yeah. How many of them of you are there? Just us three. Oh, three. Okay. Three total. Yeah. Okay. So BMX. Can you tell me a little bit more about your sister's BMX experience? Okay, we'll go into the fact that she's super modest and that she was the reigning champ for two years in a row. Boys for and East girls. County, boys and girls. Nice. Yeah, we got our little newspaper snippets nice. in the house. And I would say, how many trophies do you think dad has? Just of yours. A few hundred. Holy okay. moly. Yeah, like how many Wheaties boxes do you have in here? I have about 200. Okay. All right. The house is full of trophies. My wow. dad's one of those. He'll never take anything down. So yeah. between my brother, her, and then his own, because he rode for over 30-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Wow. And yeah. you don't have many trophies? No. I don't. She was her cheerleader, though. She didn't yeah. tell hey, you that's that. Important. Yes. That's important. That's important. I mean, I, and I'm not being sarcastic at all. I mean, no. the support system is often yeah. as important as the There's a big system. age gap between me and Stephanie and then me and Joey. So now, how I was far, how, teenager. How, I think you guys are five years apart? We're five, and then me and Joey are eight. eight. So okay. when they were out, you know, BMXing and stuff, I wanted to... Just hang out and not be with my brother and sister. <laughs> or her parents. <laughs> or my parents. Right, right yeah. yeah. Oh, you're going to Arizona. Bye-bye. Right. <laughs> no, it's okay. Hey, Austin made a pilgrimage yeah. to Arizona. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to have Austin on the show to tell that you re- story. You really should. Because <laughs> that's actually That's a story. triumph. We'll have him on. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And you graduated from Grossmont. I did. Nice. Grossmont High School. Those of you familiar with the show know that my kids went to Grossmont. And I still announce... The basketball games and football games, such like that. So Grossmont's always close to my heart. So we're going to focus mostly on you. Um, <laughs> Not because she's the blonde pretty one. No, no. You oh, both, stop you both it. are very pretty. My raven-faired sister over there. <laughs> Get a room. 
Uh, so let's see. In school, Star Stephanie, you were bullied in school, it says here. It was. Poor. Yeah. When we were younger, yeah. the kids used to pick on us on our way home from school. Um, did you say, hey, poor person? Oh, no. <laughs> I, it was way worse. So we're talking spitting in the hair, what? beating up the yeah. girl. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kids That's... were punks back in that kids day. Kids were. I mean, they're even worse now. Yeah, but it's not... Per- it's not... I mean, it's, it's physical. It's different, right? It's not as physical, right? Mm-hmm. Like back then, I remember when I in school. There were there were many times I was just trying to hide and get home, exactly. you know, or whatever, because I didn't care if somebody talked about me. I just mm-hmm. hated being punched in the face, yeah, <laughs> or spit on, or spit on, yes. Mm-hmm. And let's see, you kept to yourself, and you ended up dating outside of the high school. Now, which high school did Nick go to? Nick before? went to Valhalla. Snob, Rivals. Snob Hala. <laughs> Snob Hala. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, we'll forgive him because is he still coaching at Grossmore? He is. He's okay. coaching a soccer game currently right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, because tonight I'm doing, after we're all wrapped up, the senior night. Excellent. That's where he'll be as well. Okay. He'll I be will, with you. I will see him then. And you, let's see, boring and introvert to the late 20s, it said, <laughs> and you had a few stoner memories. I do. I do. Uh, I did go to Claremont High School for the majority of my high school career. We had open campus, block schedule, Taco Bell was across the street, and you could do essentially anything you wanted as long as you stepped off campus. And so we were high most of our junior year. (laughs) Good to know. Hmm? The Tony L. Mike does not endorse or support marijuana. (laughs) (laughs) Although it's I didn't inhale. You didn't inhale. It's uh, it's different. Now. Well, it's different. Now, a friend of mine, it was funny, we were just talking, and he said that he smoked pot for the first time in about 30 years. And he was saying the difference in the potency and everything is insane. And it's, to me, I can't get used to the idea that you can literally walk to a store right. and go in and buy it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to me. Crazy. Yeah. I tell it's not you. how it was in high school. No. <laughs> no. I was pretty much a square, uh, straight edge before straight edge was a thing uh mostly just because i was chicken (laughs) didn't want to do a lot of things and then you guys uh grew up got married and you had your first kids pretty close to the same time tell me about that who is now who got pregnant first stephanie okay (laughs) that was a big deal okay oh were you being pressured for a grandkid no no oh, pressure, oh, nothing way. like that. Oh, she should have started first. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so you had Austin, and shortly after you had DJ? Yes. In the same room? Yes. Wow. Yes. And how far apart are they in age? They're three and a half months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they're, they're delivered in the same... In the same hospital, in the same room. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it was really cool. Teresa. You were with your first husband for 22 years. Yes. And then your current for 14 years. Yes. Um, what got you into the one-night stand lifestyle of short commitments? <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> she started that's when she was That's kind of how it was, too. Yeah, no, my, I met my um, baby daddy, my husband, my yeah. first one, Donnie, um, senior year of high school. So it was. It was like high school sweethearts, and uh-huh. we were together, got married, had the kids, you know. And did it, you date anyone between... <laughs> One boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Again, the introvert. Yes. I did you... not come out until my twenties, and then now, yeah, people huh. pave 
And you guys met 32 years ago, and you've been married for 27 years. Yes. And he said no, or you said no the first time he asked. I did, actually. Why? I wasn't ready, and I didn't really want to say that, so I kind of made it every other excuse that I could find that we weren't ready, it's not time yet, and Uh made other few bad choices, (laughs) and then we finally got... Uh, re- we got engaged. Th- figured it out. Figured it out. Yeah. Figured it out. Well, that's great. <laughs> and let's see, Teresa, you've been at Rouse for 34 years again with your lack of commitment <laughs> issues. <laughs> You're pointing out things about me I didn't even realize. That you wrote I, them all down. I didn't yeah. Didn't go to the end. And just in case the vo- volume levels get a little mixed up, it's because Duke is sitting in with us on the podcast. Yeah, this is a story of things done. But the dog and is being very attention-seeking as he tends to be so bear with us everybody and then so you're at cbs i am and you are a pharmacy pharmacist pharmacy trainer leader captain person exactly i lead a team of trainers that train from a new hire all the way up to the pharmacist okay and how long have you been doing that um this will be my 28th year wow no commitment issues in the Macarena sisters, that's for sure. <laughs> so you can do other podcasts. I won't be hurt. You, know, you don't. Ne- no. I mean, you can. I'm just saying that. This is it. We're stuck with you for the next two decades. <laughs> we'll be, or you're stuck right, with us. Right. You're stuck with us. We'll be doing 17 more okay. episodes coming up. Yes. Uh, all right. Well, I just, again, want to lay the groundwork, just get to know you guys a little bit. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back and talk about probably the least fun thing to talk about in the world we're gonna talk about cancer we're gonna talk about your journey and your feelings and your advice etc and then we're gonna end with some happier stuff that's funny and hopefully more fun because cancer's not fun never True. all right stick around i will be back with them i'm gonna call you the macrina sisters is that's that all cool. right even that's though fabulous both... okay because it's easier than trying to say four names like your first and last name for each of you. So we will return with the Macarena sisters and hear about their journey and their strife and struggle and successes and triumphs. And we'll get back to you shortly. And we are back. Teresa, you were diagnosed in 2019 in May during your annual mammogram. Uh, take me back. How was the conversation like when the doctor, what did you, what did he say to you? Was the first you've had that wasn't your first mammogram clearly. no so, so what, every year you usually just get yeah check, every check, year check, you check. go you get your boobs squeezed and right. normally you get a letter that just says everything was good see mm-hmm. you next year and so i don't know it's 48 hours i got a phone call and Ooh. they said hey we'd like you to come back in we see something suspicious i knew it right there it just doesn't happen yeah. so made the appointment went back in and uh the the radiologist left the room, came back with the the doctor that actually like looks at the um, x-rays. And so we see something suspicious. We think we want you to go in and go ahead and have a biopsy. I had tears running down my oh, face because I knew. Yeah. And um, he just says, do you have any questions? I said, no. Hmm. He goes, do you want to ask me something? And I said, do I have cancer? And he goes, I think you do. Uh, kind of, they won't tell you. Right, right. And I said, okay, thank you. And... From you there, thanked him for telling you. Thank you for telling me. It's it's the worst. The two days of waiting for the mammogram, yeah. the second mammogram, you know, yeah. and then you had to wait the week and a half or two weeks for a biopsy, and then you got to wait for the results from that, so on and so forth. So yeah, it's it's scary. And like, then at 
between the two mammograms mm-hmm. and the, like the follow-up, did you tell anybody? Stephanie. Okay. Yeah. So and and my partner Pat. Okay. Yeah. Um, and obviously they're very supportive. Yes. And everything. Did they? How was how was tell? How did you tell them? Did you say? I have it, or did you say they're doing more tests? They're gonna do more tests. Me and me and Steph now. Yeah. yeah, Pat was super. You know, don't think, don't you know? Don't be ne- right. Don't, yeah, that's don't be negative. Be. Don't right. look into anything you don't know until right. you know. I, that's that would yeah. be me. Yeah, that would be me. Yeah. Um, and you waited to tell the rest of the family. Absolutely. Until yeah, until after I got the results from the biopsy confirming. So so then at that point you have cancer. Yeah. And they say, these are your options? Do they say, you know, what what was the next conversation? Yeah, the next conversation are what treatment options are going to be. So the form of breast cancer that I have is called DCIS. It's ductal carcinoma in situ, which means it was still inside my milk ducts. You got your milk ducts and then your milk, I mean, and then your uh, lobes and then tissue. Okay. So if it breaks out of the ducts. Oh, it becomes invasive. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And that's where you, you get palpable tumors. So I didn't feel anything. I just was going in for my annual and right. these micro calcifications, which are the cancer cells sloughing off. They light up the mammogram. It looks like stars. Wow. And that's how they see it. And that's the only way that you'll ever find DCIS. You won't feel it doing your, you know, monthly checkups. You won't get it on, um, sonogram now, or anything like that kind of a, you, you, did you and do you do monthly checkups or you whatever? do I mean, yes do I mean, yes being a being a dude you better check those she pointed towards not her boobs <laughs> <laughs> that she doesn't have but you do <laughs> testicles i think you're talking yes, about yes i am all right yeah. I'm gonna, important um, stuff give them a good I've yeah. never. Well, you got to know your body, and no, you know, I know. And you're me, the I'm one that knows if something's wrong. But um, yeah. not yeah. in a diagnostic. All your nodes. You learn a lot of stuff once we start going through this. Wow. Yeah. No, that's fascinating. Yeah. All right, let's get to your uh, diagnosis. How how did you discover? What was your notification process? Um. So after Teresa notified us, um, she did make sure that we all made our mammogram appointments. So we, okay. I made an appointment. Um, at the end of 2019, um, just to have my normal um, baseline mammogram taken care of. Um, now, and- have you, did you have annual mammograms and stuff? I had regular. not. I oh. my age didn't put me at that oh, time the for the okay. doctor's right, recommendation, right. so right. I wasn't there yet. Um, so once I notified the doctor about my sister, they put it, all the orders in, got my mammogram, and um, that was my baseline. Then we had the catastrophe of 2020, and I never made it back into the doctor's office for my 2020 mammogram. So 2020 comes around. 2021 comes around and go in for my um, next mammogram. And just prior to me making the appointment, I had felt my breast so much that I knew that something was changing. There was something that was happening. I could kind of feel it. When the first time you feel something foreign, Mm -hmm. do you panic? Do you worry? Or do you... You try to talk it your way out of it Uh you say no you know let's just wait and see if that just stays there and you just kind of notice that it doesn't and things started kind of progressing and so felt more and again i i love that i know nothing about this (laughs) so i mean i hopefully these questions aren't too ridiculously stupid so have you ever felt something that didn't feel right that went away i mean was there ever a 
Yes. So okay. I have had injuries I, okay. from soccer and from BMX. And um, you you kind of would feel maybe like something that would be a really small size of a corn nut cyst or something. Okay. And it would just kind of go away. Uh, these, what I was currently feeling were much larger um, in, in size. I, maybe like the size of a quarter. Okay. And there was pain associated oh. with them as well. That was a first, and okay. that that started on my right side. Okay, and so then you went back in, made how, the appointment. How long between the time that you got it and the, or you discovered it, and the time that you actually were able to be seen? Probably within two or three weeks. They were oh, very wow, okay. quick. Sharp has like an app you can go on and just request a mammogram nice. and and get it done. But how long? From you knowing your boobs were getting heavy and oh, you were two feeling months. things, it was a couple oh. months, two months of, of a... me noticing the changes. Yeah, that yeah. you wanted to wait and see if it okay. would go now, away. Now, coming off the heels of of her news, did did you panic? Were I you, did. Did you? Yep, I yeah. absolutely did. I knew something wasn't right. Mm -hmm. I just had a feeling. But again, my partner, Nick, was no, don't think like that. Let's right. think positively, right. obviously. But in your heart, you, you just, just know. know. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. So now, and then what were, what was laid out for you? What was the doctor's conversation with you when you went in and they say you have a quarter size mass or mass or whatever? Well, it turns out that I actually didn't have cancer on my right side. Those were oh. just actual fibroadenoma cysts that oh, gave word. me a trigger to go to the doctors and all the cancer was in my left breast. That's incredible. Very much. No, I mean, that's incredible. Very much. So, honestly, that's right. Could have gone away. Mm -hmm. And then you would have no idea. And I wouldn't have gone in and made no, the appointment right then and there. Right, exactly. Yeah. This is right. why I push so hard for people to get their mammograms. Get Just your do mammograms. It. Your do mammograms. it. Get them done. Yeah. Um, what's the age that they normally suggest you start? 50s. It, it's starting to tail back a little bit now to back. 40. Yeah. Oh, really? Early. Yeah. Early. And so, like, for instance, when it runs in the family, now our daughters, because we have daughters, yeah. they'll have them in their 30s. It should no. be a lot earlier. You think You think so? I wonder what the preponderance of... I mean, obviously, the one school of thought is you can't start too early, but the other school of thought is that's a lot of resources going into yeah. a minute population that actually has an issue until you see the numbers until... on how young these women are really? these days it's ridiculous wow i, uh, I again wouldn't have known till it kind of hit us yeah you know yeah so how my daughter's 25 should she be getting mammograms if so how often i mean just off the cuff what do you guys think? i think once a year once just... a year at 25 mm -hmm. wow. yeah when you're having your um, your other feminine parts checked oh, once wow. a year. Okay, let's let's yeah. get the other things they checked as well. They give us once a year dental x-rays. Why mm -hmm. would they not check our breasts? Because dentists don't know much about breasts. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Just a I wish I was that quick. <laughs> Uh, I have an appointment next week. Next with month. a dentist. With a, with a dentist. <laughs> I'm going to say, hey, why curiosity. Right. Why, yeah. why are you in my mouth? Can you, you know, poke around a little bit, make mm -hmm. sure everything's going okay? Get scared. Uh, who said cancer is not fun? That's right. Okay, so you're, you went through it first, and what did you decide for treatment? You decided to be aggressive. Yes, I did. And I did. And why? And how aggressive? On a scale of one to ten, 
Were you a 10? Were As a 10. Ten. Yeah. So for my form, their um, their advice was to go ahead and do a lumpectomy. On, and also mine was on the left side. And so they wanted me to do a lumpectomy, take tamoxifen and have radiation because What's tamoxifen? tamoxifen is the hormone therapy. Okay. And so you get tamoxifen if you're ER and PR positive, which those are the hormones. And okay. that means that's what makes the cancer grow. Not all women are ER and PR oh, positive. Okay. Yeah. So my form was, uh, and I, I just started doing my reading back and forth. Mm -hmm. What are the pros and cons of doing this? The more and more I read, the more and more I saw there was a higher rate of it coming back. After? And after the fact. And also going into the other breast. And I had always known in my gut I was just going to be aggressive back from when it ran in the family earlier. Now, your your grandma. Our grandma. Your, your guys' grandma had it. Mm -hmm. And did she, did she die of breast cancer? Or she, did she... she did not die of breast okay. cancer. The breast cancer was removed. Then she started having other problems that we thought were mental related because the doctors told us she's just kind of a hypochondriac. She doesn't have breast cancer. Come uh. to find out three years later. Yeah, she was stage four in her bones. Oh. And he said she probably had it when the breast cancer was diagnosed, but they focused on the breast cancer and nothing wow. else. So now, it was one of the cancer. really good news is how far we've come yes. in terms of investigation and treatment and stuff mm -hmm. like that so when you when you discovered or remembered or applied that your mm -hmm. grandmother had it mm -hmm. and you said i'm going to be super aggressive mm -hmm. and that decided now again mastectomy yes right and then you said okay i'm going to do this yes i said i want a full mastectomy and when they do that you augment that with radiation with i i did not need the radiation Oh no! It, so, it, every case is different. Some okay. some may need it, and especially if there's lymph node involvement. Okay. If, if they have it, you'll get to her in a second. If it, right. it spreads anywhere, you have invasive, then radiation is always going to be part of it. I did not need that. Huh. They scooped all my tissue. I didn't have anything in my lymph node, on the left side. Okay, just yeah. one one. I got both done. How come? Because the the percentage of it recurring in the normal breast or right. the healthy they call it a healthy breast healthy, yeah. a healthy breast is higher than i liked i think it was 13 percent. and i said well 13 percent isn't something that i want no and the, so that was as close to zero as you could hope for as close to zero as you can hope for yes right. absolutely right okay now you saw cisco in mm -hmm. and then you also let me uh lay a little groundwork you're going through this now correct yeah so this is this is very current this isn't retrospective yet but in terms of the diagnosis and the decision making process did she, did her decision factor into your decision did you what what was your thought process and what were your options we did have two different cancers okay. um i have uh invasive lobular cancer where it was in the lobes and it was um had from difference of hers is it be, it broke through. So it started invading the breast tissue. Yours and did. Mine did, yes. yeah. Okay. And then um, it turns out that I had quite a large mass that turned into about four to five tumors that were in my left breast. So the option of a lumpectomy was not there. So yours had spread. And I'm sorry, your options again were... So lumpectomy off the table. Oh. I had to have... 
at least my less left breast have a mastectomy. Okay. Um, so for me, it was an easy choice because I not only saw her go through it, but I already knew in my mind that I know my psyche and I don't want to worry about it. I didn't right. want all that worry that was going to come up over it becoming into the to the breast on the right. But because my cancer, uh, what my oncologist called sneaky, was that it spreads very quickly. And so I didn't want to have that op option for it to invade that breast tissue. So at what, what stage are you in the treatment surgery? I've had my double mastectomy. Okay. Um, I was unable to how, have how the reconstruction. Uh, I had that back in November. Okay. And then... Um, wow, just three months ago. Just three months mm -hmm. ago. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, they weren't able to begin what would be called the reconstruction at mm -hmm. that time because I had a few complications. And so they just sealed me up and allowed me to heal for a couple months. And okay, now I'll I know a little bit more about the reconstruction and expanders because of my last conversation which takes me from on a scale of one to a hundred zero to about three. So we're still starting from a pretty, um, now did you have the reconstruction yeah. and expanders yes. and, and you are having going to have, yes. Had, uh, have. February 22nd, I'm okay. going to have my surgery to have the expanders put in. Mm -hmm. and now, I've often wondered when you have the expanders and you started from scratch, right? I mean, so you yes. could be like, give me the Angelina Jolie or I mean, how does it work? It's like Tupperware that they're putting underneath your skin and it stretches your skin out similar to like when you're uh, pregnant or you just gain weight a little bit at a time. So you go in once a week, they give you fills, they pump you up just a tad, a little bit more, a little wow. bit more until you essentially get to what you're really comfortable with or your skin will allow. Then stay like that for other usually about four weeks and then they'll schedule the exchange and that's where they'll put implants in oh. and those are more lifelike now you had an issue with your expanders yeah yeah tell me about uh it. so i had the right side broke because they're hard plastic we don't know how it happens and sometimes it just will break for wow. whatever reason and so it was leaking um, nothing that can hurt you because they only fill you up with saline solution, but I had a deflated breast once a week. And so we went ahead and we went in uh, January of 2020 and had a new one put in and I had to kind of restart the right side again, but it went really quick because the skin was already stretched out. Uh... Yeah. And then kind of moved forward from that mine so, took a little longer too, because of COVID the hospitals oh, and everything yeah, shut down. A, so I kind of, that's inconvenient. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cancer's bad Slightly, enough. right? Right, yeah. <laughs> and going exactly. through COVID. Uh, and again, when you when you decide to have the reconstruction done, how how do you, like, again, do you go for the Angelina Jolie's, the Dolly Parton, the athletic trim? Again, whatever you're comfortable with, what you, you, you like, feel you, you look good in, and what your you skin will allow. What you were I'm, I was pretty much back, where I was. Trying to get yeah. back to kind yeah. of what you You just for. want okay. a little bit of normalcy. Yeah. Because it's... I mean, your whole life it's, has changed. Yeah. You have this whole new normal and, you know, whatever works for you to make you happy. Nice. And for same. me, it's going to be smaller. I had. Oh, really? Yeah. I had bigger breasts and I want smaller breasts. <laughs> so I'm okay with sticking to the middle. Okay. Middle set. So, so you went from the Dolly Parton's down to the. Yeah. They were big. Wow. Yeah. And now they're going to be. 
Average. Average size. Nice. Yep. And actually, um, I have family members who range from very large boobs to average boobs, and big boobs are a burden. Yeah. They hurt uh, your back. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. They're a burden. Um, I say, as a man. <laughs> right? At least you noticed. Yeah. You know, you well, notice they're having issues. Right. I, I do hear. I hear that, yeah. and and I am not completely unsympathetic to that. Paying yes. attention. Yes. Just listen. Yeah. Listen, men. Listen. That's right. Exactly. So. <laughs> okay. Well, it sounds like you, you mm -hmm. are done with the process. Everything's done. I'm, I'm finished right now. I have one revision that could come up probably maybe like late June or July. And that's just where they're going to do a little bit of liposuction. They'll take some fat from my butt to put, I have rippling. That's like win, win. win. <laughs> it's, it's not, trust me. Oh. I thought it was going to be so cool. <laughs> so when you get your implants, that's what they do. They'll take it from the flank and they put it in kind of your cleavage area because when you have the implants put in underneath your skin, it's our skin's thin like a water balloon. So you see all of the little ripples. So if you don't have, you know, like a tight bra or something on, right. it, it's kind of funky looking. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother anybody I love, but the fat dissipated. <laughs> went away so these little ripples again and so the uh doctor said if we did it one more time it'll probably stay mm -hmm. i may or may not give it a shot i don't know if i want to have another surgery honestly because i'm kind of done with it surgery? same you're not anywhere near um what you go through with the mastectomy right, each right. one gets easier and easier okay. so they'll basically go through the same incisions that the mastectomy and the original exchange went through so you're still going to have those incisions again They'll open you up. They're going to check everything, make sure it's okay. Close you up, put your fat in. Because they can't inject the fat through the top of the skin. So poke through the, the implants. Oh, <laughs> Break the implants. <laughs> it's it's weird. Yeah, because that's what I thought. I said, can I, it's like an in, in-office visit. And they laughed at me. Because oh. I thought they were just going to, yeah, boop, boop, yeah. we were done. <laughs> and, and, you know, sorry. Yeah, that's an expensive microphone, yeah. by the way. A couple trains. <laughs> we'll be good to go. Duke. I love him so much. <laughs> he apparently is very fond of you as yeah. well. Uh, okay, so the advice I think is get tested early, get tested yeah. often. That's that's well, get the tested, know your body, but, but know your body. Okay, yeah, know your body. Yeah, and if you feel something, now see, again, you said you had some injuries mm -hmm. that you would notice. How how long do you think? I noticed something in my boob. I'm doing a little self check. And, oh, that feels that feels weird. Make a doctor's appointment. Immediately. Don't wait. I say these days exactly what she just said. Normally, mm. like on my Instagram, right? I'm one of those people that, hey, it's feel it on the first. Once a month, you should take five minutes. You should do your body exam. Your partner should do your body exam for you if need be, whether you're a man or a woman. Everything. Check your neck. Check your collarbones. Check your boobs. Check your glands down here. <laughs> If you do it once a month, the same time every month, you're going to notice that yeah. something's different. Yeah. And if it's really off, you're, you want to get into the doctors. Mm -hmm. yeah. As soon as possible. Now, in terms of coping and dealing, what kind of advice would you give? Um, you, you both had pretty supportive families, each other, yes. for sure. Yes. Allow um, your support yeah. system to help you. Right Don't. there. Don't push them away. Allow yeah. them to give and give yeah. all that they can for you because you're going to need it. Yeah. Yeah. What, did you guys try and do a little 
too much yourselves, yes. kind of be independent. Always. Who we are. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. and you think to yourself, I'm not weak. I can do this. Right. I don't need people to feel sorry for me. Right. You, you have a shame about it a little bit in the beginning. Huh. Until you realize later what I, a powerhouse you actually are. That, that, a little bit. I mean, shame for asking for help, for actually just getting breast All of cancer. It. All, All of it. it. Wow. You're pissed. You're scared. I can see you're... being mad. And mm -hmm. I can definitely see being mm -hmm. scared. No, you go through a lot of things. Mm -hmm. it's, and yeah, not understanding you why feel you feel guilty that way. about your, what your family has yeah. to go through. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. That makes sense. There's yeah. a lot yeah. of other people that are affected by your cancer. Mm -hmm. The conversations in the house mm -hmm. change. Just yeah. everything's different. Yeah, you're looked at differently. I think mm. you feel like a burden. Yeah, like you said. Do you think it's uh, you for sure gone back to relative normalcy and, mm -hmm. and everything? Yeah. yeah, I feel I mean, like you're I still have. you're still a burden. Uh, I'm still a burden. <laughs> Cancer is every day, morning till night. <laughs> but I mean, honestly, though, do you feel do you feel like right now that that's a like a heavy weight? on everyone around you and yeah because i got surgery coming up and mm -hmm. they all have to be aware to be around me and call me if they have covid just yeah covid just, what? I just there's so much covid, is, it, COVID is what screwed up the whole cancer thing there's just yeah. too many other things i have to worry about um and they also are worrying about that same yeah. stuff and i feel like they shouldn't have to yeah no that's well and again my armchair psychiatrist would say they want to and, and that's why there. she says right. yeah. accept the yeah. help that they was want my... to help they want to be yes. there they love you and yeah i'm certain that that you've picked them up at yep. times in their yep. life mm -hmm. and they it i always say it's a it's a gift to allow someone to help you yeah. you're giving them a gift yes. by accepting their help you've and they wouldn't the have words offered out of my mouth. they really wouldn't have yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so tell me about the pillows <laughs> okay so i have what's called comfort pillows that I like to make and bring to my plastic surgeon's office, which funny is Stephanie's now. <laughs> okay. We have two different doctors, but they're in the same office. Okay. So when I was preparing for my own surgery for my mastectomy, again, being the people we, who we are, we're so independent. I had to get everything prepared beforehand. So my, my kids didn't need to worry. So my partner didn't right, need to right. worry. I had to have everything and you're looking everything up. What do you need when you have a mastectomy on Google? Right? Mm -hmm. So these pillows kind of came up and I'm like, cool, I'll get one of these little pillows. I'll probably need that for the ride home. And I think I paid 35 bucks for it and I get this little, you know, it's a nice little pillow. Somebody's making their business from it. And that's cool. Right. Now that's not the one you order. That's the one you make. There's one here. This is you what I one, make. Which I'm so glad you brought yes. because honestly, it's having a really hard time picturing. I have now so many pictures. Yeah. So okay. when I got it and I used it, I, I said, I can do this. This is that not something size, that somebody it? else needs to worry about. I mean, it looked just pretty much like that one. No. No. Okay. Oh, no. This like is I'm personalized. Saying, oh, very. You're gonna edit, right? Yes. The thirty-five dollars, and it pissed me off. Women I'm that are going that through, well, no, women that are <laughs> going through this, the last thing that they need to do is worry about, or what if they don't have $35, yeah. right? Like all of that was going through my head and I'm like, I can do this. I spend so much money on Starbucks, on coffees. I can spend that on material. I can teach yeah. myself how to do this. So I think I was not even three or four weeks post-op. I, you know, I start tracing the uh, pattern out of the one that I have bought, right. bought my stuffing. I was like so mediocre in the beginning, but proud of myself because I'm For making sure, these little pillows, right? And I bring them to my doctors. I'm like, hey, give them to the ladies when they come in for their pre-op. 
because you're crying. You don't know what to do. You, right. All you say to them is, okay, I'll okay. see you on the table. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. These women do not need to be worried about it. So I started progressively getting better and better and better. I've made over 150 of these. Oh, wow. I do not sell them. I don't make a dime off of them. They go to the doctor's office. They sit on the counter. And my nurses, we have Nancy, um, Kenya, and Trish are the most amazing team. They go in. They talk to the listen. ladies. Man, and they say, yeah, we got sure something for you. This episode, so you get a little they better out. listen they to better. it. Dr. That's Cambreros. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Saul. Yeah, they did a really good job. So... They, you know, they allowed us to put some posters up into the rooms, little flyers that mm -hmm. kind of gave a little snippet of my story, what I went through, that this was my gift to them. Just a gift of comfort. Wow. That's it. I don't want nothing from you, nothing from anybody. Right. I have dozens and dozens of emails from people and I got one today before we came and I haven't had one in a few weeks, which is really weird. So I'll share that with you if you okay. want. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just my, you know, you, you're in a club you don't want to be in. Yeah. But then once you're in it, you can't believe the camaraderie and the support and the love that you get from the breast cancer community, from the staff, from the other people that you meet, from the emails that you get. We come from every walk of life, every age. I mean, cancer's not picky. Yeah. Young. So I, I see the pillow uh -huh. and I'm already going to do a, <laughs> um, a, pro a design improvement. I think it needs to have like a neck strap so it can hang on. Right. <laughs> yeah, because you have little T Rex arms yeah. after the mastectomy. You ain't doing that. <laughs> right. Well, no, it's a <laughs> or like a Velcro on the back. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's about I'm gonna say three feet ish wide. Mm -hmm. um, it's got a little cutout for your arms. You you put your arms over your arm. Mm -hmm. It's over. Yes. It's got little pockets in the front. Looks like it has pictures. Um, are oh. those? My family. Your family. So that's custom made specifically for just you. for Stephanie. Yeah. And yeah. Um, now you can't obviously make them all that. I make them pretty good, but hers, that's got a lot of tears in it right there. That is yeah, the one pillow no, I never wanted to f make. Yeah, I don't blame you. Ever. Yeah. And then it's got a thing, not built to break. That's her. That's you, not built to break. That's no. a... And, and these are handy pockets. And it's got some pockets. You can <laughs> yeah. put your remote control in there or a deck mm -hmm. of cards or some yeah. chewing gum. Exactly. See? Or what? Didn't lose my cell phone. <laughs> and your cell phone? <laughs> yeah. Painkillers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Now, this is not an illegal painkiller yeah. exchange, is it? No, no, absolutely no, no. Okay. not. <laughs> I promise. I don't want to get yeah. raided. No, I but you, you, yeah, you need that pillow for that first drive home, for all of her visits when you're. Oh, when you say first, see, the, after the surgery, right after Duke, the mastectomy. Yeah, the animals. Yeah. It's it's a protector. Yeah, and every one of them when I'm doing, I make them and I sew them up. They get kind of molded to me. And Before I wrap them up and now yeah, are they donate. different? One size fits all, or um, they're they're always different kind of patterns. Just whatever I'm in the mood for when I'm mm. going by my little, you know. Structurally, uh, are they close? I mean, it's they're same... structurally all close like that. Yeah, okay. if you want, I can send you. I have a whole file of like all the ones that I've done. Yeah, I'll throw and, it up on my website. Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. where a lot of breast cancer people are going to go, but you can tell them to go. No, there. no, yeah, no, it's more it. for you. But um, yeah, they're all basically like that, and no, and you need it. You don't yeah. sleep on your your front you know up until she she'll be probably a couple months after she's complete with everything that you can ever lay on your stomach again so it comes in handy in bed too okay. hold it up well uh tony L. mike wants to give a little 50 dollars joanne's contribution to make do some that. For people no let's do that and uh oh, <laughs> Aww, thank you and um i just think it's a wonderful thing Aww. and it's 
you know, again, you're not making any money. I think it's fabulous. I think it's yeah. fabulous for the whole. Oh, I uh, appreciate that. Yeah. I'm going to find some fabric that is related to you and yeah, well, yours are, it's going to be donated need, in your I don't need one but. no sports. Okay. for for the, <laughs> for the doctor's office yeah 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 no that'd be great no put my logo on it okay the i will there you go <laughs> yeah I, ma I made the ones with the pictures i can do it nice we're gonna take our first scheduled break right now <laughs> i'm gonna hope somebody's in the house so i can put the dog in <laughs> and we'll get on with the <laughs> uh third and final segment which hopefully will be a little more fun i think it's important to talk about uh cancer and treatments and yeah. pillows and stuff but yeah. i also think it doesn't have to not be fun it so does not we'll uh, yeah. we'll talk about fun all right tune back in in a few more minutes when we come back with the macrina sisters <laughs> uh so this one was sent from closer arlene Gnade. closer is that better yes okay <laughs> This is Dear Teresa. My elderly sister-in-law was at Dr. Salt's office today to deal with the complications from the removal of her breast implants. She had a mastectomy years ago, and this has been a stressful time for her. She fell in love with the comfort pillow that she saw at the office. It had dogs on it, and she's a dog person. We took down your email address so we could order one, and the nurse followed us out and gave Patty one of the pillows. We're so charmed that you're offering them to women rowing north. Your cancer experience has opened your heart, and we are grateful to be a recipient of your generosity. Good health. Happy moments. Arlene Ganade. Wow. That right there nice. is what makes it worth it every single time. Wow. That, yeah. No, that's... That's amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, how how can they find you? Do you have an Instagram or email or something you want to share? Uh, or? Well, I do have an Instagram. I, don't, I put stuff on there because I do the little, you know, feel it on the first. But mostly it's that's on my home fun stuff. So it's kind right. of scary. Somebody might see something on right. there before. <laughs> I might have to make like an independent right. page. But I don't care. They just better be aware. Be, be ready. Be <laughs> but ready. I, well, yeah, I, I do have, have my Instagram. Instagram but page. I mean, anybody can email me. I would even leave my phone number. They can text me. That's what I have in the doctor's offices on all of okay. the flyers too. I'm okay. open and person, open book. So again, if somebody has a different doctor, different hospital, how might they get this information? Um, I would have them email me. Do you want to give your email? Is that okay? It's fine with me. Okay. I'm not going to get the emails. Do you just want me to spell <laughs> it out? Uh, you the the hell, email? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's Teresa dot Teresa, but spelled T R E S A period T R E S A at yahoo dot com. So you might pronounce it Tressa Tressa or Teresa Teresa, and that spelling is because my little brother cannot spell my name. He made your Instagram <laughs> or he made your email. Oh, no, he made the name that confuses everybody. <laughs> Wait, how do you spell your name? T H E R E S A. That's okay, how you spell that. my name. Okay, so T R E S A T R E S A dot T-R-E-S-A. Yes. At Yahoo.com. Yahoo.com. Yes. All right. So yes. if you know someone, it'd be a great gift please. for someone, a yes. support gift. If you want to uh, have one made for you or someone you love, please, please reach out, send an email. These uh, are great, great, personalized, wonderful gifts of comfort. And you can never put a price on that, especially when they're free. So take care of somebody you love. Thank you. And we are back. We're going to learn a little bit more about the Macrina sisters after they have one conquered and one conquering cancer. We're in their process. And uh, let's find out. Now, do you guys have a sibling rivalry when you were growing up? Did you? Oh, man. Yeah. So we hated each other growing up. Oh, wow. And yeah. uh, didn't get along at all. Fought over everything. Well, except boys. But we fought over clothes, our parents, our now, brother. You say except boys. Why? 
the age gap. Yeah. The age yeah. gap. If, gotcha. if yeah. any of the boys that were oh, around yes, with me, true. yeah, she was only like eleven. We had my oh, dad yeah, kill him. That would have been a problem. Uh, gross. Like, serious problems. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but then, as I got older into high school, I respected her differently, and yeah, yeah we yeah, became, we became friends. besties. Wow, yeah. that's cool. Um, and they're they do have a a special bond here. I, I it's when you when you sit, you can see it, you can feel it. You guys are great, mm-hmm. and you're close, and you clearly love each other and support each other. Yeah. And, and and that I hope it comes through audibly. It does come through visually. I can you know I can yeah. see it. I hope everybody can. You can see feel that. the love. You can. Yes. Can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> tonight. Serenade. Um, yes, that's uh, we sang that at our wedding. Can you feel the love tonight? Elton you Johnson, sing it? Lion King. I did not. I do sing, but my sisters are great singers, and they sang the song. But me and my brother and my friend John, who were in the wedding party, we did like the background tonight, Aww. and we did a little like uh, pips type yeah, steps, yeah. you know, like the pips. Don't Some of the things. Let's see, Teresa, you're going to be the jump rope queen. Yes. When did you take on jump roping and tell me about it? About six months ago. Okay. So you get your fancy footwork going in there uh-huh. with some of these whip arounds. I'm not good. <laughs> What's that? I'm not good. Oh, but well, I'm going to get there. You have a way no, to go I'm pretty to good. The, you have a way to go to be the queen? I want to be the queen. Okay. Yes. This is how I'm going to get famous. I'm going to make a TikTok wow. little account. Yeah. You might want to check. Yeah. I follow pretty some incredible pretty cool people out there. there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Dude, now, do you double dutch? I have never double dutched. I want to. I used to double dutch. I, oh no way! Yeah, that's was, so cool. We all, everybody had to double dutch. I was never as cool as uh-huh. most of the kids on the block, especially the girls. The girls, it yeah. was more of a segregated sport. Yeah. But in order to do it, you had to do it. You yeah. had to jump in. You couldn't yep, get in there know, and go. Yeah. So, you know, I could I could do your basic yeah stuff. Although in my memory, of course, I was doing flips and yeah. one no. foots and you know. <laughs> I, See, I don't do the flips. There's people out there that can oh, do I that. Just... I got the crisscrosses going down. I nice. can do some running man. I've got okay. some little kicks and some All little, right. you know, like 180s. It's it's slow progress, but it's progress. All and right. I I'll... even went and stalked it. a jump rope uh, meetup <laughs> at really? Park. I sat there and watched me and my daughter. Yeah. Now, yeah. one of these days I'm going to join up, in. Is it like Tinder for jump ropers? Yeah, there was what? probably 30 was people joking. there. I'm no, at- like 30 people. It's becoming a thing. Wow. Roller yeah. skating, too. Everything's a, mm-hmm. a hookup now. Mm-hmm. Well, it was the whole COVID. You had to find something uh... to do with yourself. Yeah, some of these people are pretty amazing, though. And I said, so my whole deal is, is I'm going to be the oldest one doing it. Okay. That's and how old are my, you? I'm 52. Wow. <laughs> You're like a fossil. I'm so old. And, uh, <laughs> are you okay? Can I get you something? <laughs> right. <laughs> Need your almost past my bedtime. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mercy. I'm just kidding. She's very young at heart. And um, Stephanie, you spend a lot of time reading smut. I, I do. <laughs> I absolutely do. So. I can't believe you told him just that. Being on, <laughs> Why not? Just being on the fringe of uh, the smut world. Um, like you hear Fifty Shades of Grey. Is that typical of something? Is that good? Is that bad? Is that tame? Is that... That's tame, actually. Oh. Oh. They made what, it into serious? movies. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's very tame. To, oh, so she, you're, we're talking exotic. Exactly. Novels, novels, yeah. yeah, take you out of your normal element. <laughs> wow. Why not? And no reason why not. <laughs> I can think of. 
now, do you read most of these or audio books? Both. 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 Okay. Yeah. If I'm driving, I do a lot of uh, driving for work, so I listen to audiobooks. The radio kind of just gets redundant. And when you're not reading smut, you're uh, watching RuPaul's Drag Race? Yes. Yeah. That is fascinating stuff. Do you have a favorite uh, person from of, of any season? Yeah, so there's one special person, actually, Chad Michaels. He's okay. a San Diegan. Oh, yeah. Right. And Chad Michaels uh, is a Cher impersonator normally okay. and used to work at a club called Margarita. Um, Here no, I'm sorry, Martinis in uh, North Park, but okay. it closed down during oh, the no. pandemic. Yeah. yeah I don't know if Chad still performs. Well, I have a surprise for you. <gasps> Chad is here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, you know what? If you could do that, my girls would be here. Mm -hmm. oh, so, nope. Sorry. Uh, Chad, podcast? if you're listening. Yeah. Come on okay. the podcast, Chad. You got fans. Uh, let's see. TV. Stephanie, you uh, like the crime shows? Um, what's better, Bones or House? Ooh. Bones. <laughs> oh, I think House. Bones. Uh, I'm a House guy. What about CSI Vegas versus CSI Miami? Miami. Really? Yeah, I Vegas. used to like Vegas, not in, when Grissom left. I don't like him. Yeah, I don't blame you. And uh, Tracy, you like Marvel and John Hughes. Who's your favorite Marvel movie? Oh, it's going to be Endgame. That Endgame. Did, that did it for me. Yeah, okay. I love all of them, and you know it wouldn't be what it what what it wouldn't be. Right. But when Endgame came out and we went to the theaters, I lost it. Yeah, I did. That was some of the best writing ever, and I can watch that over and over. How every many times day. have you watched it? At least, probably 15. Wow. Which is a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> but it's a it's movie. nowhere near some of the other, yeah, some of the other movies I've watched on repeat. Who's your favorite superhero? Oh, God. Tony Stark. I love Tony Iron Stark Man. so much. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hard one because every single one of them have, like, that little piece in your heart yeah, that you no, really just... You know, go for and then did you? I don't know if you oh, have Disney. In. Did you start you watching all me. of the spinoffs? Oh yeah. Okay, how cool was that? Awesome. Yeah, when they did uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, Lo and Loki was good. Loki and, was amazing. And, yeah, uh, WandaVision was yeah, good. Yeah, and Hawkeye might be my favorite. That, uh, okay, with the new Hawkeye. Uh, although, I you want to see him be more badassy. I mean, he um, still is, and he's dad, and that's okay, right, but. Right. Well, that's kind of why I like him, because I'm older than you. You want him so. to be with Scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> no! No, not be with. I Like, you know, fight. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, be with Scarlet. Well, I want to be with Scarlet. Well, say, who, who doesn't want to be with Scarlet? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and John Hughes, what's your favorite John Hughes movie? I'll go Breakfast Club. Mm. Good one. Yeah. Breakfast Club's Breakfast probably... Club. 16 Candles. Yeah. Breakfast Club holds up the best, for sure. Yeah. There's a couple... It's that funny, was my John... high school years. Yeah. And John Hughes... And look, I loved No More Yankee, My Wanky, Donger, <laughs> Donger Need Food, but... Oh, that's, 16 that's Candles! Cringe, that's cringeworthy yes. now. Mm -hmm. Well, and, yeah. And in yeah. real time, mm -hmm. I was... I had a problem with... <laughs> she's drunk in the car uh -huh. and then the jock who's supposed to be the good guy yeah. says you can have her yeah and, and i'm like that's not, that. not cool good. yes not, not cool. cool yes and that and honestly that wasn't even funny in real time to me that that in no. real time was like eh, no you gotta take care yeah. of her same with revenge of the nerds yeah. when when they set that whole thing yeah. up. Like, come on you both like rap and rock um stephanie you cranked it up when said specifically Gangster rap. That's right. <laughs> Who's your favorite gangster rapper? 
I'm going to go mellow with just iced tea. Okay. Iced tea. Yeah, iced tea. He's like a crossover, too. too. Yeah, he does exactly. a lot. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a renaissance man. He, him and LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. Oh, LL. Tur- he's so sexy. Into, into multi-purpose entertainers. Okay, let's talk about your first crush, Stephanie. <laughs> okay, so his name was Kevin, and we went... Kevin what? No. Uh, no, <laughs> I think it was like Cabascoitz or something okay. like that. Very, sure. Yeah, is it the kid with the braces? He could be still local. No, that was the one that you took me to for like my very first Your date prom or whatever. Yeah, no, it was a date to the movies. And your uh, first kiss was, or first crush was? Well, my f- mine, my yes. first crush was Nino, who was just this beautiful hunk of a boy. You know, who could this buy is, beer? This is who could buy beer? From the introvert. This from is, the introvert. This is contrary to what you reported earlier. Exactly, which is weird. So, do you ever hear about the Blue Roof Apartments growing up? Have you always been San Diego? No. Okay. So, it doesn't matter. Okay. Anyways, there was this little gang of cool people that hung out down there. So, in the summer when we all would all go to the beach, you had the people that came up from the Blue Roofs. We lived over by Claremont Square. So Nino was the beautiful one out of the whole bunch. That who, was my crush. Where did Bobby Martinez fall into this group? <laughs> he was the little or weird one out of the group. <laughs> I got the constellation kiss. So you got the constellation kiss yes. from Bobby? Yes. Oh, and Nino was a crush. Yes. Okay. Nino didn't even look at me. Uh, so you never and had to I kiss loved Nino? him so much, though. He was <laughs> so pretty. <laughs> and your first kiss, Stephanie? Same kid. Kevin K. Okay. Kevin K. It was the, one of the things I say when we have crushes, they kind of become iconic figures in our lives and our our historic our historic makeup, and they typically have a first and a last name associated with it. You know, like you might say, "Oh yeah, me and Bobby played ball," mm-hmm. but my first kiss was Susan Hopgood. My first crush was yeah, you know, Lisa Hardwick, um, now Bassini, mm-hmm. and both of those people live in Chicago, grew up with me, have these absolute touchstone moments in my life. Recently connected with both of them, we've become very good friends and very close. I've seen, I saw Susan. I didn't see Lisa face to face last time I went to Chicago. Neither one remembered me at all. Not a glimmer. Not a nothing. Oh, it was the worst kiss. Um, Bummer. I hate, I hate a bad kiss. That's not a good. Oh. Yeah, it was horrible. And when I get why she forgot, and I know why I'll never forget. <laughs> Because it was like full on sailor from D-Day, you know the picture. <laughs> Grab full dip, no full dip, full firm mouth pressure, oh. no mouth movement. His mouth locked in place, winning some imaginary wrestling match, <laughs> pinning her down, no. and then turning and walking. You traumatized home. her. I'm surprised she ever kissed anybody again. After that. <laughs> Let's talk about celebrity crushes. Let's see if you guys remember even who you listed. We'll start with Teresa on this one. Who was your who are your three celebrity crushes? Oh god, I already know Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, I was yes. gonna say Jennifer Aniston. That's only one, you need two more. Um Paul Red. Yeah. And Chris Hemsworth. Wow. It's Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. That's Thor or is that Thor's That's brother? That's Thor. Okay. 
Yeah. Thor's brother's Thor's handsome also. brother's pretty. Yeah. And again, I, I'm sounding very shallow as I'm hearing myself in here. It's not no, all about are. these pretty you people. Are shallow, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> he's nice to look Thor, at. It's Thor's okay. Thor's got a personality. No, Chris, you're not Chris right. He's does. funny. Yeah. And he's Paul Rudd. I named one of my hummingbirds after him. Actually, my daughter did. We have this cute little hummingbird that comes around. And she said that's Paul Rudd because he doesn't age. (laughs) He's little. He he does not. Do you know how old Paul Rudd is? I think Paul Rudd's my age. Is he? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to put his exact age in. If you Once you start listening to the show, uh-huh. you'll see that I edit in facts. Okay. Post after we go. So okay. So just questions. I believe he's we'll 52. All right. We'll see. Wow. That's no fun. It was uh, perfect. Paul Rudd is indeed 52 years old as of this time of recording. Seven. So, definitely Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. There you go. And uh, Sandra Bullock, Julia Roberts, I believe. Yeah, that's what you said. Mm-hmm. Nothing nothing changed. Nobody cracked no, the top three. No, no, no. The only problem I have with Julia Roberts in her entire Shh. career. No, no, no. It'll be okay. Careful. Trust me. But no, and I like Julia Roberts a lot. Yeah. But the fact that she was cast as Catherine Zeta-Jones' ugly stepsister in a movie where Catherine Zeta-Jones... Now, Catherine Zeta-Jones is very attractive, mm-hmm. but Julia Roberts as the ignored, ugly sister... What movie is this? Yeah, you know be- what? When you listen... I'll know. <laughs> I'll edit it in. Okay. But, uh, yeah, yeah she played She played the, you, you know, you get all the attention, mm-hmm. and I'm like, there's no human being. I, it was with... Um, oh, what's the kid's name that holds the freaking box up here cusack john cusack Cusack. yes he's in it because that is Catherine zeta jones ex-husband or husband or whatever and julia roberts plays her assistant but it's her sister right they are indeed sisters julia roberts plays ugly ignored kiki harrison to Catherine zeta jones's beautiful and doted upon gwen harrison also in the movie, Billy Crystal, John Cusack, Stanley Tucci, Hank Azaria, Christopher Walken, Seth Green, Larry King, and a young Rain Wilson before he was Dwight in The Office. Um, yeah. And they go off to Arizona or Nevada or something like that. I don't remember. Oh, I'm going to have to yeah, check it, it out. Was... We will. But I'll put the movie in. Okay. Next, so next week when it comes out, you guys can say, oh. And that brings us to our final question. You have committed a capital crime. You've been sentenced to death. You have a final meal, a final movie to watch while you eat that meal, and then a song to put in your headphones and you get injected. I like that. So uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. So, so my your food, you start with your meal. My meal would be her fried chicken and my mother's mashed potatoes. Fried chicken and mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. All right. Any uh, dessert? I'm not a dessert fan. Anything to drink? You know, have water, a nice wine. Oh, I'd love a nice <laughs> wine, a nice cab, maybe a Malbec. Okay. A Malbec. <laughs> so fried chicken and mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got the plate in front of you. What's coming up on the screen? Oh, Revenge of the Nerds. Who's the lead guy in that? Carrot, uh, Carradine or no? Ah. McGinley, Ted McGinley, isn't he in that? He plays the the jock. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, Carradine's the main main nerd. nerd. Main yes. I can't think okay, of what yeah, his yeah, name yeah, yeah. is though. And the guy from Top Gun, Anthony Jeez. Edwards. Yeah. Edwards. That's who I was thinking of. Anthony Edwards. Okay. Yeah. So favorite movie. I'm a nerd. Always been a geek. Yeah, that was your era too. Okay. I'm not too proud to say. I, I shed a little tear at the end of Revenge of the Nerds when they pulled off that performance. Hell yeah. And won everybody over. That was good stuff. All right, you've watched the movie, you've laughed, you've triumphed. Now it's time for a song. What are you going to play? It's, um, I Swear, and it's, you uh, swear, I'm in it's from All for One, and it's from my wedding. Oh, I swear. All for One. All for Not One. Boys to one. Boys no, to men? I don't. Is it Boys to Men? Or All for One? I, I think it might I think be All be for, for One. one. Yeah. I might have put Boys to Men by mistake, but it was. It, that's it. I swear. I just think of Ryan Reynolds in that movie mm -hmm. where he's singing that with... In Deadpool? No, not Deadpool. He, oh. he, with, uh, <laughs> where he's real chubby and he wants to um, date his best friend and everybody makes fun of him. He takes off and then he becomes Ryan Reynolds 10 years later and has to yeah. come back home. I'll Ryan Reynolds is another friend. handsome. He mm -hmm. sure is. He's a handsome and he's, he's a likable guy. He is. Absolutely. He's so funny. He's just so yeah. likable. Yeah. All right. Most Canadians are, aren't they? Eh? Eh? They are, eh? <laughs> and Teresa, you, in this case, have followed your sister's footsteps, and you're heading to the electric chair. We kicked ass. Mm -hmm. Yep, you went out with a bang. All right. Meal, movie, song. The what meal? You, what's cooking? Oh, Mianesa. You know what that is? I do not. I said Mianesa. It can be chicken, but we prefer for it to be carne asada. It's hammered down. Okay. It's battered up. Italian breadcrumbs fried. You have to have your lemon squeezes and a little side of mayonnaise. That's okay. Mianesa. And our granny made that for us growing up. Now, is that real food? Or is that just... Like, if I said that to someone, they would know what it they was. They would know what it yeah. is. Yeah, Served you ordered at restaurants. that. Because yeah. I think you yeah. made that up. No. Okay. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Milanesa. So... Milanesa. And, maybe uh, the people that are at different kind of, like, cafes would think of, like, um, chicken fried steak. Okay. Sim yeah. similar, similar, but it's right. but different. Yeah, because yeah. it's a carne asada, right? And uh, sides? A mashed potatoes um, and corn. You guys love your mashed potatoes. Mom's, mm -hmm. mom's mom's mashed potatoes. Is there yeah. something special she does? Is she... Okay. <laughs> I just think First they're off, just so bad does, does for she... you. They're so good. Oh, I was gonna say, does but she it's hers. She does salts she them perfectly. They're the right amount of chunk is in it. The butter, so does all she of peel it. it. Yeah, yeah. I don't peel mine. Yeah. Shame on you. I, got, no, I have no. a funny story for you then. Please share. Okay, so I'll once when mom had to start working, dad cooked for us, and. He, you know, gave us our plates and you ate everything that they cooked course, for you. And right. there was a baked potato. It didn't have butter, sour cream, nothing. We're little kids. We don't talk back, though. No. And we stared at our, at our plate. He Wait, said, so it was just he a said, potato on the plate? Just a potato. Just a and whole we, potato. Just it was baked. Yeah, he, the, he baked but, it, okay. but he didn't do anything else. Okay. And we and he said what? And we said, well, mom makes us mashed potatoes. And he, he got a little pissed at us. He's already fed up, probably by that point. I don't know why, because we were really good kids. Yeah. And he threw them in the blender, and he mashed the potatoes with the freaking skins, and he slapped them on our plate and made us eat them like that. And were they good? They're disgusting. They have the peels on. on them, Tony. Come on. No, please peel your potatoes. No. I have mashed. I just had a tooth pulled yesterday. Mm. And 
have mashed potatoes in the house that I made because that's one of the things I can eat today. <laughs> and they had the peels on them? Of course they have the peels on Why don't you get a little ricer and then you can squish it in it and the peels will stay up top and it'll race through for you. It'll be delicious. I like my mashed potatoes. <laughs> don't try and fix me, okay? <laughs> I'm going to bring you over to my mom's so, when I fix your website. Okay. Yes, and we, we get my Instagram and, and uh, get you a sample. We got gotcha. you. Then uh, bring me some of that. Okay, so you're eating. You're about to crank up a movie. What's it going to be? It's Grease. All day long. That's you know, the answer to some of my passwords, people. Like Rama Lama Lama. All of it. Yes. Yes. Summer Nights. Remember Forever. Sandy. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, God, I remember listening to a record. My parents bought us on a record player when I was yes. little when that came out. Yes. Just. It doesn't seem like you're that much younger than me. And I remember owning that record, mm-hmm. not parents having it. No, my, par- my parents yeah. had it. Uh, yeah. How old no. are you? I am 58. I don't believe that. Uh, it's true. Oh, that's awesome. Keep I doing think. what you're doing. It's, it's potatoes yeah. with peels. It's just a number. Yeah. <laughs> it's the potatoes with peels. You see how this vitamin. Had, had we eaten the peels, we wouldn't have got breast cancer. Maybe. Exactly. Yes. That would be heck? the key to everything. Maybe. Right? Never had COVID. You know why? Because you ate the, the peels. peels. Yeah. <laughs> They're grown in the dirt. Why not? And I'm going to show you a picture when we're done. Okay. Because it makes terrible audio to show pictures uh-huh. <laughs> of me doing a grease thing. Okay. Um, okay. You finished your... Uh, what about drinks? You can have a drink or dessert? Drinks? I'm just a water kind of girl. Water? Yeah. Okay. I'll drink wine with Stephanie. We like to have our charcuterie or we'll go out on our little girl nights and we'll drink okay. wine. But yeah, no, I'm good. Water. Maybe a crispy Coke, as my daughters would say. Crispy Since it is Coke. my last one, I'll drink it is some your sugar. Last one, yeah. 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 And uh, then you're going to tune in the headphones. And what are we going to hear? It's Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Wow. Is this the real life? Or is this just fantasy? It's, you know, Caught in where are we? There's no you escape know? from reality. Not from reality, there isn't. <laughs> Interesting. Excellent. So um, I think. That is all I have. One more time, let's uh, give that website or your at email address for the pictures. Uh, Teresa.Teresa at yahoo.com, spelled T R E S A, period T R E S A. I think the cool kids say dot. You're aging yourself with that period. Okay, yahoo.com. And you're dating yourself with the Yahoo email address. Yeah. And the, you know, the Instagram would be the exact same spelling for the Teresa period. Teresa dot Teresa. Yeah. And they can, anybody can go on there, kind of look at the work that I've done. I'll, I'll post up some more pictures. Good, please do. And, um, but be prepared. She did give a disclaimer that (laughs) it's not all pillows. Yeah. It's not all pillows. There's there's not bad stuff at all, but just, you know, it's a personal one. So there's the family and there's fun stuff on there and there might be some salty words or verbiage, Uh, but you know, keep bad political, all that stuff away from it. That's not for me. No, it's about fun. It's my podcast. I don't want to, I just don't want to talk politics. I just don't want to. It's just not fun to talk about. No. And you can't, you can't have rational conversations with people. Exactly. Yeah. Idiots. Exactly. Now, <clears throat> you're going in for your expander yeah. on the what day? On the 22nd of February, getting my expanders put in, okay. starting that expansion process. So, cancer was a remarkable blessing for you because you got a free boob reduction out of it. Absolutely. <laughs> and they're going to be perkier and better looking than they ever were. <laughs> that's, that's, she's she's that's just ain't going to feel about. them. That's yeah. That's what I'm talking about. 
if it's if, if I had to go through that, right? I would uh exactly want some sort of tangible. Got to level up somehow. Yep, exactly. Yep. It's exactly. my leveling up. <laughs> Get the ones you want. Okay, that is going to do it. You can find me at Tony on the Mic, uh, Tony on the Mic Tony on the Mic on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. All of them. They're slowly becoming populated with quality entertainment products, and soon. I'm going to be hooked up with Instagram so you'll be able to just listen to the show directly from there. You can do a yes. link, right? On yes, exactly. There's got to be a way to do that. Well, and I then... know a lot of people that I follow, every last um, edition that they'll have on their feed will yeah. have that just that link. link to, yeah. yeah, and I'll absolutely. just go to that, and then it will also connect to the whole website that you have where they yeah. can click all the rest Interesting. of them. Well, and also, yeah. if you do podcasts, those of you listening obviously do, make sure I'm on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Pods, Google Pods, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find Tony on the mic. So check it, click it, like it, comment, spread the word, tell your friends, and listen to Tony on the mic. That is going to do it with the Macrina sisters. Say goodnight, ladies. Oh, good night. Thank good you night. so much, Tony. Thank you, Tony. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Now we got to appreciate you. Now we got to find the dog. And uh, make sure he hasn't destroyed inside because we put him in at the halfway point of the show. And uh, wish me luck, fans. All right. Good night from La Mesa, California. Tony in La Mesa. La Mesa. Outro. 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 And that's going to do it for another episode of Tony on the Mic. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting. I want to thank my guests. I want to thank my sponsors. And you can find more info and episodes at TonyOnTheMic.com. Tony on the Mic on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. All these platforms are slowly becoming populated with quality entertainment products. So check it out and tell your friends and click and like and subscribe and all that stuff. Tell them how fun it is. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, it's awesome. Okay. Tony's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yes. I have the Macarena sisters here. We're going to talk about cancer. Teresa, you were diagnosed first in May of 2019, just through an annual man. You were diagnosed in 2019, just through your annual manogram. Yes. Want to try it one more time? Three times. Third time is a charm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You were diagnosed in 2009. Oh, holy crap. Laugh while we talk about the diagnosis. I know. Cancer. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. Vasectomies. <laughs> 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 Nothing funnier than that, right? That happened, right? <laughs> we got a two for one deal. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, I'm trying to do this again. This is Teresa, you were diagnosed in 2019 in May during an annual manogram. Good God. 900. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. For a good time call. Right. Hey, when I was young, I found a... You found? Uh, no, no. <laughs> I, I stumbled across. I wasn't digging okay. uh, a, a book. <laughs> okay. A, 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 what I'm sure you're calling an exotic novel. <laughs> but And I'm reading it going, holy crap. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm probably 12. <laughs> you know, and I read that book. I'm impressed times. a twelve-year-old boy who picked up a book, though. Yeah. Uh, well, Back the then, that's all they had. Yeah. Right. Right. I was <laughs> Besides say, sports, we didn't have the internet. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> Our internet was in a plastic trash bag in the woods. Right. Uh, <laughs> I might cut that out. Okay. I probably will. Uh, I got the visual. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where were we? Smut. Smut. Uh, <laughs> 
And try, don't knock it till you try it. Oh, I tried yeah, it. Yeah, she's no Jackie Collins, girl. <laughs> oh, Jackie Collins? No, oh, Jackie no. Collins. Okay, I was going to say, that seemed tamer than Very no. tame. Okay, yeah. all right. So, do you have a favorite author? Lorelai James has a lot of audiobooks that were oh. cowboys. Those okay. are some good books. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sewed on your thing. I th- I, yeah. I, that's my vision. Okay. So, I'll get it figured out for you. All right. You make that happen. Okay. <laughs> I'm serious. I am going to okay. hold you to it because I am an exploiter. Okay. I gotcha. <laughs> this whole thing is what's in it for me. It's bartering. Right. That's all.